How's it going, everyone? Caleb here with a new episode of Catching Up with Caleb. Um, it is Thursday, January 6, 2022. A little bit of snow outside, guys. We got about two inches, I'm pretty sure. It is cold. Oh, my goodness. I am not ready for this weather, but it seems like it's already here. Take a drink of my pop there. All right. Well, we got some NASCAR news we got to go over here. Uh, the big one that came out, I believe, Tuesday night, right after we got done with this podcast, came out later that evening. Um, Brandon Brown's LGB coin sponsor, the Let's Go Brandon uh, cryptocurrency, not approved by NASCAR to run in 2022. That was a big deal, guys. A lot of drama into that one. Um, it showed, let me, let me backtrack here on this. So apparently back in November, back when NASCAR was running at Phoenix for the final race there, um, they did their state of the union speech or whatnot, or state of the, not state of the union, but state of the sport, um, basically gave an update on what they thought on stuff. And apparently, um, Steve Phelps, president of NASCAR went to Brandon Brown said, Hey, we know you're looking for sponsors, but we're not going to approve anything that says, let's go, Brandon. Okay, that's that seems simple because they, I know NASCAR is very against the let's go, Brandon thing and uh, are trying to stay away from politics. There's going to be an announcement here in the next week or two that NASCAR is going to um, ban political sponsors. So, you know, that Trump 2020 car that Coriel Joy ran for Go Fast Racing in 2020. Um, that's not going to be allowed anymore. There's no political sponsors. I think Kurt Shelmerdine ran a George W. Bush car at one point, like 04. There's been a history of political ads in NASCAR, but that's, it looks like it's going to be put to an end. So in December, apparently Brandon Brown sent an email to one of the NASCAR officials uh, the head people of NASCAR, I'm not really for sure who, saying, hey, we're going to have LGB coin. It didn't say, let's go Brandon coin. It said LGB coin. They sent that to the NASCAR official. Like, hey, here's our sponsor this year. Uh, here's our paint scheme. Um, What what do you think about it? Are we good to run it? And all the email said was, yeah, it's good to go. Touch up the numbers on it a little bit. Um, make sure the white doesn't go next to the numbers or something. It was something like nitpicky like that. But so far had the approval by NASCAR, or at least that NASCAR official. Well, last, not this last Tuesday, but the week before, they announced the Let's Go Brandon sponsorship, and all hell broke loose on Twitter. Everyone saying, no, 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 that shouldn't be approved. That says Let's Go Brandon on it. And NASCAR said, well, we haven't approved you yet. But the Brandon Built Motorsports people were like, oh, yes, you did. You sent us that email. Well, apparently it wasn't approved. It, it's just kind of a whole debacle there. Um, Max Mar Marushi, I believe that's his name. Uh, here's a statement by him, a spokesman for Brandon Built Motorsports on the NASCAR decision to not approve the LGB coin sponsorship. Here's a quote that he said. NASCAR did not speak with Brandon Built Motorsports prior to making their decision to resign the approval and multiple attempts to set up a conversation to address this matter when 
when it went unacknowledged. The bottom line is, Brandon Built Motorsports followed the standard process for sponsor and paint scheme approval and received approval from a NASCAR official empowered to make those decisions and who makes those decisions on a regular basis. This official then confirmed and reiterated that we had received approval in a phone conversation after the announcement was made. We are disappointed that NASCAR leadership has chosen to resign approval of this sponsorship and feel, feel they should have the confidence in their own decision to backtrack and not gaslight a team or a driver. Like every team, we rely on product productivity and friendly working relationships at all levels of NASCAR. Unfortunately, NASCAR leadership handling of this situation now threatens the strain of our relationships and places us in an incredibly awkward position yet again. So, I bet this isn't the last we hear about this whole situation. Um, there's been talks of a lawsuit against NASCAR about this. Uh, yeah, that's going to screw Brandon Built Motorsports up a lot. Because they were really banking on that sponsorship. And then we we could go in the argument of like, well, is this going to end up on Slap Shoes? Um, bad sponsors. He has a video. I definitely recommend if you guys are interested in this podcast. He does a lot of great stuff. He's not endorsed me to say this at all. I don't even know the guy. But with my personal experiences on watching his videos, they are very... Um, have a lot of information but yet are really entertaining if you're into that stuff but he has a video actually has three videos on the um like the bad history of like some really sketchy sponsorships and a lot of people were thinking that lgb coin was going to be one of them now but we don't know that for sure so i'm not going to throw them under the bus so that really puts Brandon Bilt Motorsports, like I said earlier, in a very awkward and it could make them shut down their team, which would be really bad. You know, it, would you, it, it kind of puts us in the decision, would you rather have no political sponsors, but yet it keeps people out of business, like Brandon Bilt Motorsports and Brandon Brown? Or do you take a sponsor that's very controversial like that and then let small team run, a small team like that run? It's just, it's a very, it's sad that he couldn't find another sponsor besides that one because the dude has a lot of talent. I mean, obviously you don't win. I The race was shortened by darkness because Talladega doesn't have lights. And I already did an article about that on Speedway Digest. But you don't win a cup race accidentally. A lot of people they a lot of people don't realize what skill it takes, especially to that level, and especially the Xfinity series, because you got a lot of cup guys running those series. I know NASCAR has kind of cracked down on that and puts a restriction on that. But you don't accidentally win a, a race in the top three series of NASCAR, whether it's trucks, Xfinity, or Cup. I don't know. That's going to be, that's a tough decision. I, I wouldn't want to be in NASCAR shoes, I can tell you that much. That would be a really crappy decision, really crappy position to be in. Um, Other news besides the whole Brandon Built sponsorship, I might get back in 
talking to that here in a little bit. I'm going to talk about some other stuff. Um, the new Atlanta Motor Speedway, if you guys don't know, Atlanta Motor Speedway started repaving its surface back in July, right after the cup race there. Basically taking a normal mile and a half, adding about four degree banking to it. So it was at, I want to say 24. I don't know the actual dimensions of it. I think it was like 24 degrees of banking at first, and now it's like 28, which is close to Daytona levels of banking. And you got a new slick surface on it. You got wider track to race on. NASCAR is basically putting a mile and a half restrictor plate track in Atlanta, Georgia. So there was a tire test this morning by Goodyear. Started around 9 this morning for Toyota. The number 45 for 2311 Racing, Kurt Busch, was in that test, as well as the number one for uh, Team Trackhouse for Chevrolet was Ross Chastain. And finally, the number 17 for the Roush-Fenway-Kislowski Racing for Ford and the Mustang crew was, yeah, Chris Buescher. Uh, They were testing... I think they said, I think they were doing an interview with Kurt, and Kurt said it was night and day difference of what the old track was and what it is now. I'm pretty sure it's going to be full throttle. I don't know. I, I know the Cup Series definitely will be. I don't know about Xfinity or even trucks. Trucks might be full throttle, but I don't know about Xfinity because Xfinity has a little bit more horsepower than the Cup Series, which that's a whole I – don't, I don't know if they should or not. That, that kind of defeats the purpose in my opinion, on the Cup Series being superior is to have more horsepower, but obviously the officials of NASCAR don't agree with that. That's a whole another topic for another day, folks. <laughs> um, Some other news. This isn't necessarily NASCAR news, but is NASCAR video game news. iRacing, the popular uh, racing simulator for PC has bought Monster Games. Monster Games has made the NASCAR Heat, NASCAR Heat, or I'm sorry, NASCAR Heat Evolution, NASCAR Heat 2, NASCAR Heat 3, and NASCAR Heat 4. Uh, Tony Stewart's Sprint Car Game and Tony Stewart's uh, SRX Game. iRacing has bought that. I see that as a good sign, folks. I know a lot of people are griping on Twitter and social media about how the new NASCAR game, especially the new NASCAR uh, 21, I don't know the whole name of it, Ignition or something like that. That's absolute crap. I've seen videos on YouTube. The physics look really good. Like it looks like you're actually in a car. But the fact is, is you got guys flipping everywhere. You guys, it's just a really poorly made game. It's like they took all the good things from the NASCAR Heat Series, which the NASCAR Heat Series was bad. It's like they took all the positive things from it and threw it away. So you got a really, really crappy game versus just a not-so-good game. But with iRacing buying monster games, I've played Tony Schwartz's sprint car game. I played all the Heat games. Like I said, they're decent. They're not They're not. I say they were crappy. They're not crappy. It's just that they had a lot more potential to be better. Um, yeah, I just, that that could be good things. Who knows? They could bring iRacing to Xbox or something like that. There hasn't been an announcement yet. But folks, that could be a good sign. 
Oh, and uh, one more thing. Let me pull out my cellular device here. I uh, just saw some breaking news. Not really breaking news, but it's new news. They have found a crew chief for Michael McDowell and Team Front Row Motorsports for the number 34 Lowe's um, truck stop Ford Mustang. It's going to be Blake Harris. He, this is from the official NASCAR Twitter account, says, News, Blake Harris will serve as crew chief for Michael McDowell at Team Front Row Motorsports in 2022 NASCAR Cup Series season. Huh. Good for Michael. Found a crew chief. <sighs> well, that's all the news I got right now. Let's go back to the Brandon, Brandon Brown and the Let's Go Brandon thing. That's going to screw that team over. That really is. Uh, not having a sponsor like that. Like I said, it sucks that they can't find a real sponsor besides the cryptocurrency because I know the cryptocurrency market is hot, or at least it wasn't at one point during the past couple of months. But that just, I, that, that seems just a little bit sketchy. Something coming up that quick, trying to get rich quick. But we don't know that for sure. Um, but I would expect a lawsuit, especially from Brandon built motorsports about NASCAR, not letting them run the LGB coin. Could you imagine me in that position? That would suck. Cause that's, that's his whole career folks. That's his job. He doesn't have a nine to five job like we all do. He hasn't. That's his job. That's where he pays his bills and Boy, it would suck to be in that position. Uh, uh, well, that's that's pretty much all I got. Let me go through Twitter real quick. Thank you guys for listening to this podcast, by the way. You can find me on all these social media links. Let me pull it up on my phone real quick. Uh, catching up with Caleb social media accounts. We have Instagram. That is lowercase catching up with underscore Caleb. Twitter, Caleb Vestal one I have a TikTok for catching up with Caleb, and it's just lowercase catching up with Caleb without the apostrophe um, by the end on catching. Spotify and YouTube, you can find me on catching up with Caleb. I'm working on the uh, YouTube thing. I was kind of doing some stuff with that this morning. Um, it's it's kind of challenging. I don't know all this computer stuff, really. Um, it's... Oh, Jeff Burton just tweeted... Jeff Burton, not Jeff. That's his uh, nephew. Says the partnerships we have for 2022 are awesome. So it looks like he's getting ready to sign some new sponsors. Uh, he's going to be doing the Hour Motorsports uh, team for the Xfinity Series. But you know that team has a lot of potential. I, I see good things with them. Um. Uh, let's see. I'm not really seeing anything. Just ads, ads, ads. Um, looks like Hendrick Motorsports is getting ready to announce a, uh, a Lumar racing or I'm sorry, a Lumar, uh, paint scheme with their sponsor, Lumar. Here's a quote from, uh, Chris Busher. It was from the Atlanta Motor Speedway Twitter account. It was nice to get out there last night with a few cars going really fast. Like Atlanta always is. So there's Atlanta. That's, that's going to stay the same being a hot Atlanta and being fast. But it's going to be a different type of fast. It's going to be like a restrictor plate. Because that's, that's how I predict it, folks. Um, it's basically going to be Daytona and Talladega on a mile and a half track. 
they it won't be a restricted plate race. They got rid of restricted plates. 2019, I think. Um, place it with a taper spacer, but it still does the uh, drafting stuff. But I expect it to be like that. I expect it to be full throttle side by side, which a lot of people like that. Uh, oh, Brad Morant. Brad Morant has been promoted and named the new managing director for the NASCAR Cup Series, replacing Jay Fabin, who is facing charges of animal cruelty. Man, I heard about this whole Jay Fabin thing a couple months ago, but they just announced he's been the Brad Moran's been promoted to the new managing director of the NASCAR Cup Series. Good for him. That I don't. There's not a lot of whole details on the Jay Fabin thing. Animal cruelty, man, that's that's crap. Uh, not really seeing anything on there, but yeah, the whole situation with the animal cruelty thing, that's just wrong. You don't hit animals. Even if no, that you just don't even hit animals. That's not good. Uh, here, here's a quote from Kurt Busch on the Atlanta Motor Speedway repave. It was by, uh, Fireball Turnbull or Doug Turnbull on Twitter. Uh, most recent uh, Cup Series winner at Atlanta Motor Speedway, Kurt Busch says this on the repave. It's completely different, a clean slate. We're doing all these different Speedway style adjustments, which we've never done before at Atlanta Motor Speedway. Drafting with Busher and Chastain, a basically a three-car tandem, picked up one second on the racetrack. Holy crap. That is a lot. One whole second. Um, Yeah, that's, that's basically going to be a miniature Daytona and Talladega. Uh, Ross Chastain says, it will be drafting style. It will be a drafting style race. You're only as good as the guy behind you. I don't think this is what the NASCAR Cup Series drivers want. I really don't think so. A lot of drivers like the off the throttle. They don't like their foot on the throttle the whole entire time. Um. Oh, we got some new news here by the front stretch. In case you missed it, Ashton Martin's F1 team principal... Otmar, oh good lord, I'm not pronouncing that. Uh, Schneefer has left the organization. There's some F1 news for you guys, all the F1 fans out there. Um, he has left the organization for uh, Ashton Martin. Oh, uh, another thing I forgot to mention. Um, Ryan Priest, he was a driver for the number 31 uh, Kroger Chevrolet for um, JTG Motorsports by Brad Doherty and the JT family. Um, he has been announced as the reserve driver for Stuart Haas Racing, which I think everyone kind of predicted because back in back in 2021, he ran a lot of races for um, uh, David Gillen Racing in the uh, Truck Series, and that's a Ford team, and he usually drives for a Chevrolet team, and they're kind of based off out of Stuart Haas Racing. Um. I think everyone knew he was going to be doing something kind of like that. But a reserve driver, that's something you hear in F1. You don't really hear that in the Cup Series, NASCAR in general. 
Um, but he's going to be doing all the testing for them. Pretty sure if uh, Kevin Harvick or Eric Amarola, uh, Chase Briscoe or Cole Custer, any of them are sick or anything, have COVID, he's automatically their backup driver. And we'll be running a few races as in the Stuart Haas banner. Um, not directly, um, I don't think. Probably run for like a Rick Ware or something like that who has a technical alliance with Stuart Haas. He's going to run two cup races, a couple Xfinity Series races, and then five um, truck series. One of them is going to be at Kansas at my home track. That ought to be really fun. I'll go see him when I do the media stuff up there. Um, and, you know, folks, I think that's all I got. So, uh, all right. I think we're going to end the episode right there. Thank you very much, guys, for listening to Catching Up with Caleb. I, uh, I do appreciate it. Like I said, go follow my uh, social media accounts. It's going to be pinned on my Twitter. My main Twitter for the motorsports coverage is Caleb Vestal one So thank you very much, guys. Do appreciate it. Uh, thank you for getting caught up with me, watching Catching Up or listening to Catching Up with Caleb. Um, and we will see y'all Tuesday morning. Have a good one, folks. Stay warm.